Welcome to Biking Bits, a bit about biking. So you don't have to look forever to find the trails you want to ride. Where we tell you the loops to ride, the loop-de-loops to ride, the uphills, the downhills, where we summarize the trails so you know exactly where you want to go, how long you want to spend, how much elevation you want to gain, and how much descent you want to fly down. Oh, and of course, there'll be a brewery recommendation at the end. Biking bits, baby. Ooh, that one was floating. <laughs> That's what she said. What do you drink? Okay, we <clears> still, <throat> we're like 20 miles in or 19 miles in? About 19. Okay. I think. 19 miles. I'll tell you, it's the longest <clears throat> bike ride I've ever done on a mountain bike. Uh, most of it was on the Arizona Trail, which is just outside of Patagonia, Arizona. And we're almost done, but not quite, but we should still drink a Celebration Fresh Hop IPA from Sierra Nevada because, you know, why the fuck not? Because <laughs> that was a hard ride. Because we're going to celebrate prematurely. That was a hard ride. Because the rest of the way is actually four miles. Downhill. Downhill on a green trail. Yeah. That is pretty much just a, a way to get back to town. Yeah, so we still have four miles to go, but just to get you town, if you were ever in the Patagonia, Patagonia area and want a, an adventure that's different than probably most mountain biking things you've ever done, like, I don't know, maybe you've done something like this. We just haven't. So it is a, technically, the loop that we have is probably like a 23-mile loop. It just depends on where you park in town. We parked in town in Patagonia and decided to take, let's see, Temporal Canyon Road. Yeah, Temporal Canyon Road, which is just like literally what, half a mile, quarter of a mile outside of, well, in Patagonia. Yeah, it's right on the edge of town. I mean, right, you all. It's right next to the high school. You all use trail folks. You'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> but Temporal Canyon Road, and that is 6.6 miles up. Pretty good up. Because, yeah, pretty uh, no. Good up over a thousand feet. No, no. The Temporal Canyon Road is just kind of a dirt road. Uh, so that's like 800 feet. 800 feet. That's not, like 800 feet. And that's not too bad because, I mean, you can do that without stopping. Like, that's just a gravel road. Yeah, it's it's climbing. Probably 80% of that road is climbing. But it's just a steady climb. So if you just, like, pace yourself, it's it's not bad, you know, because it's road grade. So it's not super steep anywhere. Yeah. And there are a couple of good downhill sections on that road before you get to the actual trailhead. Mm -hmm. There's one kind of halfway up and then... Then at the last mile or so is all the way downhill to the trailhead. Yeah, and it's actually, fun and fast. It is and fun. Actually, too, along that road, there is a ton of uh, dispersed camping. So if you wanted to camp along that yeah, road, that then too. and then right before, then you can hit the trail up right there. I mean, this is the Arizona Trail, so it's the whole sail, trail system. AZT. AZT. Yeah, but there's tons of dispersed camping out there. No, not tons, but enough dispersed camping out there if you want to ride. That's a decent too. amount. Right. So um, you'll have a lot of through hikers on this. Mm supposedly we didn't we saw maybe one through hiker and two bikers the whole what 19 miles that we've done so far mm -hmm. so that's because we're that fast and we're that nobody good. can catch up okay us. sure uh, all right so after you do the easy <laughs> the temporal canyon road for 6.6 .6 miles you're gonna hit the temporal gulch which is actually part of the azt temporal gulch temporal, west temporal gulch west because that's gonna hit the azt trail the arizona trail and that trail like that one's a tough one that one's only, what was it, about four and a half miles, I think? Yeah. But that four and a half miles is a thousand feet of gain. And, a, like, it's no joke, right out of the gate. It's it's not technically a very difficult trail at all. There's not, 
and there's not a ton of crazy exposure. There's there's a little bit of exposure, but nothing that's going to end up in catastrophic results if you fell off the trail or something. But we hope. Um, <laughs> unless you're going really fast and just sail off. But, yes. And <laughs> it's a nice little punch up right out of the gate. And then it's just um, kind of like a roller coaster, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it's not too bad. Where it's like, not bad, not bad, this is not bad, and then boom, punch for like 200 feet or punch for 50 feet. And I can would know? say like and those... It's just a, because there's a lot of switchbacks. And yeah, stuff. but those... And, and it's made for hikers, but it's really not a bad trail for mountain bikers either. But I can say when those punches come up, what makes it even a little bit worse is you're also dodging cow, cow pies like everywhere. Because <laughs> yeah, it's uh, public lands. But there's free-range cows and cattle, like, everywhere out there. And so you're seriously dodging cow, cow pies. I cannot speak because I'm tired. Uh, and then also, some of those cows really can tear up that freaking trail. So it's a little, yeah. it gets a little soft in there. And so you have to kind of keep your eyes open for that. Yeah, you do have to watch the soft spots yeah. on the edges. But, All right. um, yeah, nothing super technical, but fun and The views are beautiful. Because the switchbacks aren't really bermed for bikes and stuff. Yeah. So, because it's made, it's a hiking trail first and foremost but um yeah so those switchbacks are a little tough because you can't really keep much momentum going through them okay but once you get to the end of that section you've all now climbed like 11 miles so eat a snack celebrate don't i don't know i would say wait for your beer because you still have a shit ton of miles to go down yes <laughs> and once you make the turn onto the next section of the trail which is temporal gulch south that's the part that starts going downhill. Although there's a, still a tad bit of climbing when you first get on the trail. Oh, your legs will know it. My legs have forgotten yeah. how to climb, but they were climbing. I Especially don't know. if you stop and take a break and then a little bit of lactic acid build up and then you try to get going yeah, again. But that trail, uh, uh, Temporal Gulch South, is seven and a half miles pretty much down. There's still some climbing, but that is, uh, what, like 1,100 feet of down. This section, Temporal Gulch South, is is down mostly um but there's a lot of switchbacks and there's one section of about maybe a quarter or half a mile where there's a lot of really tight switchbacks so you have to really be on your game and it's a lot of arm control a lot of steering it's not and so too bad. it's it's just tiring on your upper body at that point because you're all going down for seven and a half miles yes so going down for <laughs> but once you get through that really tight section the probably the bottom third or so of that section of the trail is pretty open and you can get going pretty fast and have fun and there's some cool little um kind of desert forest i guess i would call it yeah it's cool you know, how it changes cool, like mesquite trees and things like that because you're up top Palo you're up, and, yeah and you're up top a little bit more and you have a little bit of exposure and then all of a sudden you start going down into the desert and I, you nailed it like perfect like desert forest yeah and that it just gets a little bit more flowy because you're no longer having that uh exposure so you can go a little bit faster if your legs let you because i'm tired and they wouldn't let me go that fast they forgot how to turn and here's where we decided to have our little celebration beer because, celebration ipa yeah. <laughs> because now we're getting ready to head on the green trail that brings us back into town and that is called uh the patagonia train track trail and literally it says that it's four and a half miles and it would be like 190 feet down yeah so, so not it's not going to be down. too bad it's just going to be yeah. a gradual down to town and that's all it really is, is to keep you off the highway and you can just ride this trail back into Patagonia. Yeah. So I think where, based off of where we parked, just in town, the, by the time we're done with all this, what was this, how many thousands of feet? Of, I don't know. I think, I think maybe like 15, 2,000 feet, 2, feet. I think so. I don't know. Okay. We're going to say that 2,000 feet 
Um, and then also it's about 25 miles. And what a drink after. We're going to find out. We are going to find out. There's a little, Patagonia is a cute little town. So there's like a little uh, dive bar there that I think we're going to go to. There's also something called a barbecue and bakery. And when we were leaving this morning, dude, that smelled so good. So it's a cute little town um, just north of the border. Yeah, I think Wagon Wheel Saloon. Yeah, I think we're going to try that. Just looked it up. Yep. Wagon Wheel Saloon is the one we had our eyes on because, let's face it, Patagonia is pretty small. Not a lot of bars there, but... Uh, I will say, though, give it a shot. if you have it in you to drive, drive to Sonoida because you yes. want to hit Copper Brothel Brewery. Um, they also do... It's a brew pub, but they do their beer well. They do their food well. They do everything well. Their people are awesome. So that would say Copper Brothel Brewery if you want to drive to Sonoida, which is not that far, and it's totally worth it. And... Copper Brothel is the Sonoida right there. They are right on the edge of a bunch of wine country for Arizona. Mm -hmm. So if you like wine too, it's a cool area to tour a bunch of different wineries. I'm not sure how many are there, but I know it's got to be pushing at least 10 yeah. right around there. And I think there's also a distillery there that we haven't mm -hmm. checked out yet. But And uh, a hop. Uh, cop, what's the name? Oh, Copper Hop Ranch and Microbrewery. And that is only open on the weekend, so we're going to check that out, too. And it's, uh, I believe that's uh, Arizona's first um, hop farm. Oh, yeah. So stay so. tuned because you'll have to... We have not been there yet, so we're going to check it out. But anyhow, yes, bike and then go drink. That's exactly what we do. That's your style life. Biking bits, baby. We got to finish this ride. All right. Cheers. We out. Quick update on the beer scene here in Patagonia. Couldn't leave you hanging, but we definitely have to recommend that you go to the Patagonia Lumber Company. No, not for the lumber, but for the beer and the wine and the music and the food trucks and the coffee and the ambiance and the people. It's awesome. Um, yes, it's a beer bar, wine bar, and all of the above. So definitely make sure you head there. And also, the, you know, the Wagon Wheel Saloon was a pretty cool little dive bar ambiance. Hit up both of them because, you know, why not? All right. We out. Hopefully you had a great ride. Enjoy. We'd love to hear from you, so keep the conversation going. Send us a note, share a beer recommendation or two, or just say hey. This Stout Conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com, where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs.